Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for September 21st, 2018. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Now, I'm going to get to uh, my preview of the women's matches on UFC Fight Night 136. But first, big fight announcement yesterday at the UFC 229 press conference. Dana White announced that Joanna Rejicic versus Valentina Shevchenko uh, will be for the vacant UFC flyweight championship uh, at UFC 231 December 8th at the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. Okay, been expecting this for a couple of weeks, obviously. They're just a question of where. I mean, it's pretty obvious that this is the fight White wanted to do all along, so I don't know why he do it, didn't do it in the first place and not bother with Tough 26, you know? But, and obviously Nico Montano was not who they wanted as champ. You know, it was a bit of a, an upset because uh, she beat uh, Barb Honchak in the semifinals. You know, anyway, the thing was they set her up. She told them she wasn't going to be ready in September because she uh, had some illness issues. But they uh, they told her they were going to strip her of the title if she didn't agree to fight to September. And then um, Joanna versus Valentino was going to replace her anyway. So why did they want this fight? Well, it's more of a money fight than the other fight anyway. And, I mean, um, Valentina and Joanna uh, fought in Europe under Muay Thai rules. You know, and Valentina won both times. So, Joanna, of course, is a former UFC strawweight champ. But before the UFC, she fought at flyweight. And as I said, you know, her deal is kickboxing, Muay Thai. Now, as I've said before, the main thing Joanna needs to do to be a champ again, is get back to finishing fights. Her decline in the strawweight division is because she has become a points fighter, all right? And she gets off to slow starts. So, I mean, she punches harder than Valentina. So she needs to be aggressive right at the start of the fight and try to finish. You know, Valentina is already a points fighter. She doesn't throw hard enough to finish anybody. Okay? But she's a better counterpuncher than Joanna, and that means she's better at points fighting. So it, her win over Holly Holmes showed that because Holly is also a points fighter. So the thing is, we know what Valentina wants to do. All right? She wants it to go five rounds so she can squeak out a decision. All right? It's up to Joanna to be more aggressive at the start of the fight because if she goes down two rounds, as she has in recent fights, she's going to lose. She's become kind of like Rin Nakai. This is what I've said about Rin Nakai for the five, last five years. Rin Nakai needs to get off to better starts in fights. She used to, but for some reason, she's tentative now at the beginning of fights. Joanna has gotten to be the same way. She's just too defensive at the start of fights. Go out there, start throwing. Okay, Mike Brown and Dean Thomas got to get her to do that, you know? Now, the thing is, Valentina, I don't think Valentina can finish Joanna. She, as I said, she just doesn't throw hard enough, but she can outpoint her if Joanna allows it. And so that's the key to this fight. The key to this fight, or f for any fight that Joanna is in, is she needs to be more aggressive. It's as simple as that.
Okay. Let's go on to my preview of UFC Fight Night 137. It's tomorrow night uh, at the Ginásio do Iberpera in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I don't know if I pronounced that right, and I don't really care. So we have uh, uh, three women's bouts on the show. Uh, the first one is on the main card. Um, it's going to be at strawweight. Randa Marcos versus Marina Rodriguez. Uh, should be familiar with Randa by now. She is from Windsor, Ontario. She trains at Michigan Top Team in uh, Dearborn, Michigan. It's right across the, uh, the river. And um, Randa is a wrestler primarily. We saw her in um, uh, The Ultimate Fighter 20. And, um, you know, it's getting to a point where she needs to win fights. She's kind of gone back and forth in the UFC. She's like uh, five and five or something like that. And, uh, or something like that. I don't exactly what it is. Her last fight where she lost to, um, uh, Nina Ansarov, she just, I don't know what the hell happened to her. She won the first round and then, you know, she just lost it. She just forgot what she was doing or, you know, Nina's not that great a fighter, but she was able to figure out how to beat Randa. You know, again, Dean Thomas has a lot to do with that. But she needs to win a fight because, you know, if she loses, this could be it for her. You know, it would not shock me. Her opponent here, Marina Rodriguez, uh, she's a Brazilian, of course. She, her record is 11-0. She uh, appeared in the Brazilian edition of the Dana White Contender Series. And if you didn't, if you, maybe you haven't seen them, well, you can watch the first two episodes on um, UFC Fight Pass. They're, they're on there already. I watched uh, the women's fights that were on that, uh, the first two episodes uh, last week. And I saw Marina. Uh, she won the fight fairly easily, uh, you know, that, that she was in. But the problem is, it's, uh, the problem you run into with the Contender Series is that the competition level is not any better than what you see on the Brazilian regional circuit. So you have to consider that 11-0 on the Brazilian regional circuit doesn't mean a whole lot because she hasn't fought at a higher level yet. And I mean, there's no question that Randa is a higher level fighter than what she, than what Marina has faced. But if Randa doesn't come out and do her thing and go for a submission, she could have big problems with uh, Marina because Marina's pretty aggressive from what I could tell. Okay, the second women's fight is uh, on the prelims, uh, which, um, now the main card on that show uh, will air on um, Fox Sports 1 in the U.S. and TSN in Canada. The prelims will air on Fox Sports 2 in the U.S. and the Fight Network in Canada. So the fight that's on the, um, on the um, prelims is a flyweight bout. It's uh, Mayra Bueno Silva versus Jillian Robertson. Uh, Mayra Bueno Silva uh, was another fighter who was in the Brazilian edition of the Dana White Contender Series. And I mean, she won her fight pretty easily, but, you know, again, it's, it's against lower level competition. So it's kind of hard to tell whether she's a good fighter or not. I mean, we'll, we'll find out here. Jillian uh, Robertson uh, used to fight at strawweight, but uh, starting with the uh, tough uh, uh, 26, 
she is now fighting at flyweight. And uh, in her last fight, she looked really good. Um, she's had two fights in the UFC. She looked okay in the first one. The last one, she looked really good. And again, she's another fighter who trains at, uh, she's actually originally from Niagara Falls, Ontario, but she now trains at uh, American Top Team in Florida. And her primary trainer, and he's trained her for, gosh, 10 years, is Dean Thomas. And um, she trusts him enough to listen to what he tells her to do, and she's able to execute. So that's the key thing to this. If uh, Jillian goes in there, she's aggressive, she does what Dean tells her to do, then uh, she has a good chance of winning. But, uh, you know, again, with these Brazilian fighters, it's tough to tell because the, she, neither uh, Mayra or uh, the other girl, Rodriguez, neither has faced uh, high-level competition. They've pretty much only been on the re regional circuit in Brazil. Okay, now the other women's fight is going to be on the Fight Pass prelims. It is another strawweight bout. It is Alex Chambers versus Livia Renata Souza. Now, Alex Chambers is a, originally from uh, Sydney, Australia, but she trains now at Alliance in San Diego. Um, Alex is kind of old. She's 39 years old, and I mean, really... She should retire. She's known as Astro Girl because her real life, she's an astrophysicist. <laughs> Apparently, her parents are not happy with her. They don't want her fighting or anything like that. But, you know, she's been around for a few years. I, I mean, she was 35 when she was on uh, Tough 20. And she was even talking then about how she's too old, and maybe she needs to retire and that sort of thing. And then she suffered a knee injury in a fight against, uh, I believe it was Paige Van Zandt. Um, and, you know, she was out for a while, you know, with knee surgery. So she's still around. The thing is, she needs to win this fight or she's probably gone. I mean, I don't even know why she's still around. And she's going to have a big problem because Livia Renata Souza is a former um, Invicta strawweight champ. And um, she was supposed to uh, debut back in February and the um, fight was canceled because she broke her hand. But uh, uh, she has potential to be uh, championship potential because she, we already know she's an elite fighter, unlike the other two Brazilian fighters who haven't fought a decent level of competition. Uh, we've seen Livia against some good fighters in Invicta. Uh, you know, so... We know she's an elite fighter, and I think Alex has got big problems, okay? So that's it for um, UFC Fight Night 136. Uh, I will be back on Sunday. Uh, I will have the, um, uh, all three fights up on my blog, and I'll also uh, review, review the show on the podcast. Uh, just one other thing I wanted to uh, get to uh, before we uh, sign off till Sunday. Um, it's uh, being reported uh, that uh, WWE uh, former uh, Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss has uh, been pulled from everything. She's off house shows, everything. Uh, they called it at first an arm injury, um, but uh, we now have I now have information that it's really not an arm injury. What's happening is she's uh, experiencing numbness in her arm. I'm not sure which arm. It didn't say. 
And so at first you thought, okay, maybe she got hurt when Rhonda put her in the arm bar. But if you're watching, if you know anything about arm bars, Rhonda is deliberately applying the arm bar so that her opponent doesn't get hurt. Okay? People have to really pay attention to this because they don't. All right? So uh, if she's got numbness in her arm, then it means that, that it's not a new injury. It's something that uh, she's uh, been experiencing for a while. And to add to it, it's not really an arm injury. It's more likely uh, related to uh, the spinal cord or the neck. We don't know yet, okay? What they have to do is they have to send her to get examined, uh, probably to Dr. Maroon in uh, Pittsburgh, who is actually a specialist in this kind of stuff. He also is uh, the main medical advisor for the WWE, and they have to figure out what needs to be done. If it's something minor, like a pinched nerve or something like that, then you know she, she, she would undergo therapy and possibly be out for a couple of months. But... If it turns out to be more serious and she requires surgery, it's like spinal fusion surgery, then she, that may be big trouble because uh, it's entirely possible that she'll not be able to continue wrestling. First of all, she's going to be out for a long time, like at least six months, probably closer to a year. But we've also seen wrestlers recently that have been forced to retire after these kind of injuries. Uh, we have seen that recently with, uh, with Paige, uh, who went through that surgery. And we have also seen that recently with uh, uh, Jason Jordan, who uh, is, they haven't announced it, but he's retired. He's not coming back, okay? So we don't know the seriousness of the injury yet, but when I saw people online blaming Rhonda, uh, once I heard that there was um, numbness in the arm, then I knew that the injury didn't actually occur on Sunday. They just said it occurred. Now, it would have been something that had been bothering her for a while, and, you know, it's not going to get better. She has to have it treated. Okay, so I don't know how long she's going to be out. You know, she's still scheduled to appear on Evolution, but uh, who knows? I mean, if she needs that surgery, she ain't, ain't going to be on Evolution. Okay? Anyways, uh, that's it for today. If you, uh, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And if you want to leave a me voicemail message on the podcast, you can do so. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at uh, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Uh, as I said, I'll be back on Sunday with the uh, review of UFC Fight Night 136 and the three videos. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the fights. Talk to you later.